guys, welcome to the Pinnacle Mindset for this week. So um, I'd like to introduce you to my friend Robbie and also our special guest tonight, Sean Phelan from Grassroots Rugby. So um, as you're aware of the theme of, of our shows, this week's topic is um, still staying on the, the theme of rugby, but more so looking at grassroots rugby and how COVID has had an effect uh, with regards to going back to play rugby. So we've obviously got Sean on just to clarify a couple of things and to go through what he does at his business and his website. So Sean, if you want to just kickstart uh, um, you know, the, the conversation, just go over your website, which I love to bits and just let the viewers know what, what you're all about and what, what, what you do. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, my name's Sean Phelan. I run uh, Philly Boots, which is uh, an exchange for players uh, and clubs, a bit like a, a dating service, I guess. <laughs> uh, if if uh, a club or a team is missing a couple of players on a Saturday and they really don't want to cancel, then they can advertise their, their, their sort of spots uh, across our social media and our website. And we've got you know, all sorts on, on there as well. Um, that's how it's, it started about five years ago after I was the, the captain of my club, uh, Regal Decker. And there was just week after week after week of, of cancellations because we could only get sort of nine, ten. And we we're a very small one-team club. So we could, you know, if we don't get the 15, we can't dip into a second team or anything like that. Um, so I thought it was going to be uh, sort of a local maybe a local thing for sort of smaller clubs but it turns out you know five years later that it's that it's not it's a it's a massive problem across across sort of all areas um uh, and it started the the name came from uh i was very drunk on the way home from an nfl game and my friend <laughs> pointed at a uh, uh an advert on a on a tube and it's just said frilly boots and he was like yeah that's that's the name of your project uh and yeah so for, <laughs> from there it's grown into sort of a, a 15,000 followers across all wow. Um, wow. all sort of social networks twitter facebook linkedin instagram youtube the whole lot um and now obviously there's no rugby being played so I had to try and sort of diversify a little bit and uh, over recent weeks, we've started a, a podcast and a sort of Facebook live series, which I know Hez has been on already. Yes. Uh, we spoke about uh, women's rugby. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, and yeah, we just talk about issues uh, throughout the game, uh, especially at grassroots level. And we've gone into a bit of mental health and, and things like that. And um, yeah, so you know, trying to keep busy when, when there's nothing necessarily happening at the moment <laughs> totally agree with you and i have used your website for when we've been low on players i mean it's very difficult well more so at the moment but it was very difficult for my team last season um when we were literally scraping by to get players because obviously towards any season um you have a lot of injuries you know maybe people tail off people are getting knackered because you've been playing some long hard games so having a resource um and a site such as yours but for me personally was beneficial um and again it's spreading the word face to face with my colleagues with my teammates and doing loads of social media that you know your website has been very beneficial to me as well um rob i don't know if you were the same with regards to you know how were you trying to find players when 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 things were maybe tough last season for you um well it's made, we mainly struggled during the winter because obviously during the winter wind rain snow a lot of you know, a lot of players didn't want to turn up as well as a lot of cancellations anyway due to weather but when council we used to because the league i play in is quite 
low. He's quite friendly, so you can just go serve the opposition and borrow some of those players. Yeah. Um, but obviously, when you go up the levels, this is when you need to have this infrastructure to go right. We actually we can't borrow those players because a bit it's a bit you know a bit cheeky to ask. Can you borrow some of your best players, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, using this sort of infrastructure is definitely the way forward. Go, you know, for any you know someone playing at a sort of a decent level of rugby that they can go right. Well, we've got we've got like ten players. We need a few more. We can you know get you can get on the blower and get some players. And you're there. I definitely agree. That's this definitely a, the way forward. Shall we say? Definitely. And Sean, are you finding you're getting a lot of traction from um, female teams or male teams, or, or what, what, what's the sort of um, division between both sides there? Uh, I would say it's probably 60-40 in the favour of men at the moment. Okay. But as the women's game grows, then I think, it, it, and more people find us, unfortunately, go back to the story there's no marketing budget or anything like that i'm not a professional why well, i wasn't a professional marketer i am now mm-hmm. um but so it, all it was was uh people finding us through word of mouth so mm. if you didn't know about us or you didn't have you know find us on on the internet or on social media then you wouldn't know about us because Definitely. um rfus and, and county rfus didn't sort of want to help and so you had to find find us through you know, your own ways and means so yeah. i think once now that there are more and more women's teams um you know starting up and, and yeah. things like that then i think actually the balance will shift because uh, and i spoke about this uh, a few times that, that, mm. that there possibly could be a saturation of, of women's you know, the amount of women's teams being formed and the amount of women's players yeah. that actually there might be a need or there will be a need for something like this, something like Philly Boots to, to help those teams survive Agreed. week in, week out. Yeah, definitely. So, so I think, I think the balance of power will, you know, it's 60, 40 at the moment, but as, as, as that women's game keeps growing, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to, go 50 50 if not if not more needed uh, on the women's game side totally agree and obviously playing for you know a lady side myself it's uh, you know we're, we're under the circumstances of covid and everything and obviously we're, we're sort of doing our fitness training at the moment rather than rugby training or pre-season which we would normally call it at this time of year um we've actually managed to recruit quite a few girls and that's through the power of social media probably more so at this point in time than last year when nothing was happening. Um, I think suddenly everybody's realised that maybe life's a bit too short. They want to keep fit. They want to keep illnesses at bay because, you know, generally we all know the stance that if the fitter you are, the less, the less chance you'll have of, of catching these, 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 these illnesses. And I think also, as I've, as Robbie knows, knows this anyway, but I, you know, I've said it in, in a few of the shows, um, there, my rugby team and my coaches and the lads as well in the in the men's teams they're like my family so you know we've got some of these girls that have never touched a ball before never played rugby probably scared about the whole thing we're welcoming them in with open arms um and it's like having that family relationship um and everybody cares for each other we look after each other through thick and thin you know we have all our private whatsapp groups and facebook groups and you know we have a bit of banter as well and then obviously the serious comes when we're lining ourselves up for squad selection or playing games, etc. So I guess your team's very much like that, Robbie, as well, you know, being a social team. But it's important because everybody's got different stances of life. And 
Yeah, yeah, I think like I say, rugby, I think you both agree, is a very unique sport. I think it's 20% is the game, 80% is the social side. <laughs> E.g. or someone said to go out on the beers. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, definitely, you know, the team I you know play for, obviously on the first episode, is an all-inclusive team, um, including its name. We include everyone, gay, straight, bisexual, um, inexperienced. Like I joined quite a very inexperienced player. Um, I played yeah, at school and then I was like, mm. oh, I enjoyed it at school. Then I went along to a training session and oh, actually I fell in love with it. Um, but well, they only stuck me on the wing, so they just got me <laughs> love running. <laughs> hey, you've got to start off somewhere. I've been on the wing for 10 Absolutely. years now and I love it. And then my, my last game last season, I played a flanker. So, oh, uh, <laughs> so uh, that was a bit of an interesting one. I think my coach was like, yeah, go on, Hez, you can do it. Do you know what? <laughs> I actually really enjoyed it. So... You know, it, it, it's, it's a sport for anyone. That's what I would always say. Yeah. Give it a whirl because sometimes you end up being stagnant in one position. And we've had some girls that have gone from being a back to a forward or a forward to a back or integrate between lots of different positions. Um, and you sometimes, you know, you, you don't realise what your potential is. And a little bit of encouragement and motivation with this sport goes a long way. And confidence. Big and time. confidence. Yeah, totally agree Confidence. with that. Confidence is massive. Because uh, especially if you've, if you've never played the game before yeah. and you're thrown straight onto the wing and you're, you know, you, you're expected to make runs and make a, maybe make a tackle or two, it's, it, it will give you that, you know, you, you have to have that, or it will give you that confidence that you might want to then step in a, step in a position yeah. and step yeah. in a bit yeah. more, step in a bit more, step yeah. in a bit more. And then, you know, who knows where it can take you. But yeah, Thank for you. sure. It's definitely the team element, not an eye sport. That's what I always say. It's a we, not an eye sport. So um, talking about playing games, obviously we've, we've got this horrendous pandemic at the moment. Again, we're following the RFU guidelines. Um, we, as of last week, have moved to going to play touch rugby. So we're obviously in smallish groups, just playing touch, you know, nothing, no contacts, sticking with the rules, sanitizing everything, bringing your own water bottles, towels, etc. So, um, you know, I think I said this in the last chat show as well. What are your thoughts on the next steps in rugby? How long do you reckon we're going to be in this phase for? Do you think this year we'll actually play any contacts or are we going to just forget it and it's going to happen at some point next year or, or for a while uh, there's a few there's a few things there so mm. uh, so now you know, we're at stacy and the rfu have decided they want to reinvent the touch wheel and call it ready for rugby which is uh, between six and ten player a side game um which actually i think is brilliant and, you know we just took we just sort of uh, touched on new players and stuff like that and i think if you're new wanting to play rugby now is the best time to join Agreed. because we're playing this uh, very skills oriented I'll do that again. Skills oriented <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, that you know the people that you know may not just want to be thrown onto the pitch without without sort of knowing what they're doing will get that opportunity and an elongated sort of pre-season into whenever that will be. Um, you know, opportunity to learn and and, and sort of get the little bit of experience that they're going to need for when they do take the field, whenever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know, ready for rugby is going to be an excellent addition to to the, to this this stage that we're in at the moment. Um, as for the next steps, I think stage D we can 
or at the moment, say, say you can play this ready for rugby or touch rugby with yeah. your own club. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the next the next thing is uh, playing these ready for rugby games against other clubs, which yes. I think is a great idea. Yeah. Um, one, because it will get people into the bars and uh, we all know that clubs need people in their bars and their clubhouses yes. to, to generate some income. Um, Definitely. Uh, and I have an idea about uh, a Philly Boots series that we're going to try with uh, a few clubs in my area, including my own. Um, Great. Where over sort of a five or six week period, we'll all go to each other's grounds. So there'll be, f- you know, five teams in sort of doing a rotation so everyone gets that income mm-hmm. and then at the end of the Brilliant. end of the sort of the five or six week period then there'll be sort of a finals day and you know, oh, wow. a bit of a trophy at the end of it absolutely amazing and maybe that's a good thought for other local teams because yeah i know in my area there's a lot of ladies teams in berkshire so i mean if if anyone's listening and we think that's a good idea then we'll get in touch with yourself uh, yeah. and yeah. yeah, so we're, 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 I'm working on that at the moment. Um, I think we've got sort of six teams in the South London area that want to take part. And then if anyone else wants to do it, I'll, I'll pay for your trophies, I'll pay for your medals, and we'll call it the Philly Root Series, and we'll do it all around the country. And we'll see, yes. you know, we'll, that we'll is see what happens. That's absolutely amazing. What an idea. Wow. Uh, and, <laughs> it, it, you know, as a way of getting people in, into people's clubhouses uh, and, mm. you know, spending money behind the bar and putting the barbecue mm-hmm. on. And, and, you know, everyone then gets the sort of the equal share mm. of having people, um, you know, in, in their clubhouses and, you know, hopefully survive for the, you know, the coming months, especially if then we don't have any proper contact rugby, like, yeah. like your question said. Yeah. Uh, do I think there's going to be any contact rugby this probably not this side of christmas no um and i who knows uh we genuinely don't know what's going to happen exactly so i don't think i don't don't think there's sort of any need to guess i would i don't think we're going to play no i'm in agreement with you yeah (laughs) because i think at the moment we're all taking it cautionary step by step day by day week by week and we can't like last year plan miles ahead because anything's going to just crash and burn but i love your idea about the whole networking thing i totally agree for myself that that would be a great support for morale for the team i think right now is the best time to learn to play rugby or to get your fitness levels up because last because every pre-season is all for me always seems very quick very rushed and you literally have a few weeks of like training then you're into some games just friendly games and then bam you've got your season starting and you know you see some of those new players and they're almost making themselves physically sick before they go on the pitch because they're like we've had no practice I don't know what I'm doing yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna mess this up and it's like well at least you're gonna give everybody now the confidence that confidence. everybody is confidence. gonna be on that pitch when it's contact whenever it's gonna be and they're gonna be going full guns blazing with their heart and soul in it and a hundred percent rather than being a, a jelly on a plate and a quivering wreck do you yeah. agree there yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, even for my first game, I literally turned up on a day. I didn't do any training, turned up on a day <laughs> and played. Um, and I completely agree with you um, that I wish I went to training before I started that first game. Because like I said, I was straight on the wing, didn't know what I was doing. So I was just chase, trying to chase the ball, going, who's the ball? Who's the ball? <laughs> and eventually got it. And I've actually got a try on my first game. So oh, wow. Well done. <laughs> I know, I was, quite, I was proud of myself for that, but... Hey, <coughs> I've got many tints. 
<laughs> well done. No, that well, that it. Do you know what? Every every second on a rugby pitch counts. Everybody is there for a reason. Just because someone scores the try, that's fantastic. That's giving your team points. But everybody has got a role to play. So everybody oh, yeah, is just as important. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. So. Proud, you should be That's proud of yourself. What you mean about the confidence? If I went to training, yeah. they taught me how to tackle. They taught me how to do runs. They taught me if this. I would have probably been t- twice the player than I was, and I'll probably been been a better, better player for it. But you know, sometimes you know, I like to go shit chucked in this deep end, shall we say, and get on mm. with it. That's, that's just me. Obviously, other people are different. Obviously, of course. Best way to learn, isn't it? Go in the deep yeah, end, yeah. as they say. So, um, still talking about like attendance now and I know we've talked about this before Sean but um, what's your view we've seen that uh, last weekend the the premiership rugby started again I'm very happy because I uh, support a certain team <laughs> can I say who it is yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I'm a Quinns fan oh Sorry. yeah me too gotta me be too. done yeah me good too. choice good choice so the, the boys were back in action and they they had a very good win but however it's such a shame and we know that Covid's in the way we can't have crowd attendance at the moment oh yeah um, not yet. Um, not yet. Obviously, this is a mental health show. So you think about the players. They're going out there. Same with football. Same with football and football stadiums. Recently, they've been going out there. You know, full squads, getting in the zone, scoring those goals, scoring those tries. But there's been nobody apart from you know the the, the fake sound in the backgrounds or a couple of players sitting in the crowd. Um, well, they don't you, hear that sound. They don't they hear. Don't, no, they don't, they don't, they hear, don't hear the crowd no. sound. Um, but what's your take on the whole, you know, the mental health attitude towards players going on the pitch? There's nobody shouting, screaming, cheering, saying anything. It must be mentally challenging as a player with that situation at the moment. Yeah, massively. Um, more so, like the the young, some of the you say most of them actually probably haven't never played in front of no arm before. Yeah, they've yeah they've all gone through academies and mm-hmm. they've all played in grounds. They've all played, uh, and then they've made the step up to sort of maybe even championship level and, and national one level. And there's still you know there's still a crowd there. And then they've moved worked their way up to to sort of the first team. But there's always been a crowd there, so it must be really really difficult. Um, and it's not just there's a few you know a few other things like the the, the travel on the bus you they're having to um, share you know, there's two buses taking people to a game um, I don't know if you saw that the sale team had to change in the one of the bars because the away changing oh, wow. room isn't big enough wow okay so you're not you're not in an actual changing room you were in Gosh. they were in the Mike Brown bar in the stoop so they didn't you know there was not it's not it's not a gent you know a real not sort ideal, of changing room it? environment yeah. no um, that must really upset their mindset obviously they're used to going to the changing rooms doing that their normal routine obviously disrupting that must have a massive effect on the team yeah i i, I, I don't to be honest, i don't i don't know I, i'm I, yeah, i'm not around any sort of professional rugby players to, to ask mm-hmm. uh, i know that gustard paul gustard spoke mm-hmm. with frank lampard um about how Chelsea coped playing in front of nobody. Um, and I think he got some good sort of tips on how to sort of make it feel like there is people there. But I, then again, they are professionals and they're there to do a job. Yes. Um, yeah. And rugby is their job. You know, a very privileged position to, to, do, to do what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the sort of the mental aspect of playing. Yeah, you know, they're going to end up playing two, twice a week. 
which uh, having also taken quite hefty pay cuts mm. player welfare is also going to be on their mind too so i think mm, mm. um agree you know they're gonna have to go back to back some of the, some squads some of the sort of smaller squads are going to have to go back to back and you know that's not good for anybody so uh, i think there's going to be a lot of then we have to keep an eye on a few people mm, uh, you mm. know, and manage people. Definitely mm. People are going to have to be managed, mm. but not being in a professional environment, I wouldn't know what I, I would hope to think that, that you know, they're being managed and, and uh, Definitely. all the things that are sort of around the game are going to support them. Support them and yeah, and sort Definitely. of not, yeah. not factor into anything like mm. the crowd noise. Mm. Mm. I don't think they'll worry about it too much. No, it's probably the least of their problems, isn't it? They're yeah. going out there mentally to win their games, to start the season yeah. as if it was normal um, yeah. and, and play to their best of their ability. I mean, Quinn's obviously had quite a few new players over at the, you know, the weekend. And I'm sure many of the other premiership teams bought, you know, they've got fresh blood in the teams. So yeah. I think it's, it's good for anyone and whether it's premiership level or grassroots level to, to have a game. And that's why I think a lot of those including myself I'm very much itching at the moment to just get some game time mm-hmm. and if it needs to be touched for a few months or yeah. for however long guess what so but be it it's all gonna exercise it, yeah. you're going to do it you're going to do it there's nothing else we can do it's out of our hands so we just have to go with the flow and with what the RFU is is, is saying so um sort of leading into the RFU um we know that you are doing uh, or you have been participating in many of the round tables yeah so yeah, obviously yeah. I was very privileged to be on the female one a couple of weeks ago sort of talking about ladies grassroots rugby and we had two amazing guests on there as well so um you know how successful are you finding like with us how successful are you finding your roundtables chat shows at the moment and um what are your plans for the next up and coming shows that you've got uh so the roundtable was born out of the virtual rugby show uh i don't know if anyone sort of partakes in that but uh a friend of mine ed trying to put was meant to put on this massive uh, expo at the at the rico arena and obviously that couldn't happen so what he did is took it virtual and turned it into sort of a rugby's version of glastonbury and he had the biggest names doing some sort of in, uh, exclusive sort of q a's and live stuff and, and things like that and and he asked me if i would sort of take care of some of the grassroots stuff and i said absolutely not no never <laughs> never gonna do that in a million years <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not the best public speaker as you can sort of probably tell but um but off the back of that i actually gained a little bit of confidence so um so that week i was like and actually uh, the, the last conversation we did uh was about recruitment and retention and we overran by sort of 10 minutes so we were <laughs> so I, and, and there was still plenty of the conversation to talk about so, so um I, I pulled those people together and said look do you fancy doing i've got this idea do you fancy you know doing it again on, th- on the Thursday night uh, and we did it and it got a really good reception so we did another one and, <laughs> um, yeah and it's had di- it's had different people each week and a different topic yes. each week we've gone through you know as I said recruitment and retention and club finances and sponsorship and uh, we did the women's game with you Hez um, uh, and we've done this past week we did uh, the Scottish game uh, mm-hmm. which is our most watched and most listened to wow um, um which is it was just phenomenal so we're going to do again we're going to do that again in a couple of weeks time with so many people because we didn't even get through half the questions that we sort of (laughs) 
have planned. Uh, I don't know if you know uh, Bruce from Happiness is Egg-Shaped, but he can tell a story for days and has got <laughs> days worth of stories. Aww. So, um, so yeah, you know, it was just you know, great listening to those guys. And yeah, so this week, uh, I don't know whether this is air, this airs, but on Thursday the 20th, we've got a live Q&A with the RFU's dire- uh, development director, uh, Steve Granger, um, which is you know, a massive coup for me. Definitely. Um, yeah. I saw a LinkedIn. No, we, we, we've never spoken before, but we, we connected on LinkedIn a few weeks ago and Brilliant. saw that there was a post with, without any comments on it. So I thought, oh, there's my opportunity to ask <laughs> him to if he would be up for it. And what's the worst that he can do? He can say no. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be taking people's questions live. Amazing. Um, sort of no holds barred which I'm really scared about because you know, obviously I've never had a conversation with a bloke and, you know, without wanting to piss off the RFU, I really want to piss off the RFU. So <laughs> um, um, just to start conversations and, you know, that's what these were, these roundtables were all about, was mm. starting conversations and, um, and people are going to get the answers, hopefully, to the questions that they need answering. And Good. Steve's going to do it live and um, hopefully it'll be the biggest thing that the roundtable ever does hopefully um and yeah then we'll see from there it was only meant to be sort of a a few week thing just uh you know while lockdown was sort of still happening and uh, stuff like that um just to you know just to try something different and it's ended up with the eighth one being probably the biggest one we'll do um where it's just me and steve and we're just going to answer people's questions so wow uh, Good for you. No, that is really good. And I think right now, so many people um, have got burning questions, answers. They need clarification on processes, on regulations, on what's what's next, what what's happened. So I think you know you're going to get you're going to get a mix of positive and negative. It might cause a few whatever, but you know what? That's what people want to know, and that's what a live chat show is about. That you know people might get a bit heated or they might have their own opinions, but that's life. Everybody's got their own views and opinions on various various topics right now more than ever. Um, I'll certainly be listening. So, um, and and whereabouts is it going to be on? Is it going to be on Facebook, Sean? It's going to be on, it's going to be on our Facebook page or facebook.com slash FYB rugby. Uh, but then also for the first time, we're going to do it live on YouTube and live on Twitter as well. Amazing. Um, it's, it's, it's my one shot at getting someone from the RFU, especially as high up as Steve is and, and mm. sort of well-respected as Steve is mm-hmm. to, to do this. So we're gonna, I'm going to go all out. It's going to be on Twitter. Yay. It's going to be on YouTube. Buzzing. Buzzing. Yes. Yeah. Lots of likes, a lot of reposting. Biggest podcast. Yeah. 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 If we can make it the biggest one, and and then, you know, I hope there might be some doors opening for the the, the Philly Boots project after that. That's exactly what I was going to say. This could open some potential doors for you. And also, you don't know who's going to be listening on that might go, I want to have a chat with you. Exactly. Exactly. You just don't know. Exactly. So, Hope you know that. Hopefully, that's what comes out of it, and, and not it's, you know, it doesn't turn negative. You know, I've I've got about hundred questions already sent wow. in from from viewers already. So, Brilliant. and I've seen them, and ninety percent of them are negative. So, oh, <laughs> so if anyone's got any positive questions that they want to ask, then then drop them in the in the Philly Roots uh, Facebook comments, and uh, and we'll answer them there. But um, yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting, and 
uh, it's probably the first one I'm going to rehearse and, and, and practice. And, and suited and booted. I've done about suited and booted. I can't get my neck in a in a shirt these days. But um, <laughs> and to be fair, in lockdown, I've not I've not worn anything but shorts. So yeah, I'm me. <laughs> living in living in sportswear and buying yeah. sportswear. That's that's, yeah, been, yeah. that's been my uh, my bad thing all all uh, all lockdown. But hey ho. Never mind. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, um, Rob, have you got any more questions for Sean at all? Or I think I'll do my last, my famous yeah. last question. Magic question. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, a lot of people struggling. Obviously, without sport. Um, that's obviously in all sports, as we all know. You know, can't go to the ground. Some people, you know, worship rugby. Worship uh, going to watch you know, the football going down there on the, uh, the Fridays, the Saturdays. You know, the Sundays whenever they you know, whenever they're playing, you know, it must be a hard time. So what would be your advice to them to you know, is it keep positive? You know, just keep watching the updates and just you know, hanging on in there. So we say, um, uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's a case of just keeping your eyes open and uh, think. You know, things are going to change. It might not happen straight away, but things are going to get better. It has to. Um, it just has to. Um, lockdown's been difficult for a lot of people. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I've, I've, I've quite enjoyed it. I had a new baby son right on the peak weekend. So oh, you know, I, 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 quite, I quite enjoyed quite enjoyed it, to be honest. <laughs> and um, But I, yeah, I think just keep your eyes open and, and try not to listen to... Um, I don't want to say the negativity, but there's a lot of people out there with a lot of opinions and... Mm. about everything mm. um i would make your own mind up stick to it and do what works for you because uh at the end of the day it's you know it's it's going to be your lives and and, and yeah I, i'm not one for advice but yeah i would, I would keep your eyes open and and, mm. and just you know things are going to get better they have to um it might be it might be shit now but yeah, yeah eventually yeah, it has to get better advice, um, I mean. things rugby will be back sport will be back yeah um you know, life will be back mm-hmm. eventually um so just yeah keep hanging in there and we'll see you on the other side yeah, yeah definitely no great advice thank you brilliant no totally agree there's a light at the end of the tunnel for all of us isn't there so on that note um it's been a pleasure having you as a guest finally rather than me being a guest on your show sean so oh, thank you for having me Thank you for having me. Really yeah, no, it. it's been lovely having you. And obviously, we wish you all the best for Thursday's live show um, being aired on Facebook. So I'll be listening. I'm sure Rob will be as well. Um, I'll be getting, you know, all my girls from the team and spreading the word in the next two or three days. You know me, social media queen. Um, so we'll be doing another live, uh, another recorded chat show, sorry, next week. We've got a very special guest, um, which will be announced very shortly. Um, and it's a female guest this time. So watch out this for this uh, space um we'll be um showing this later later this week so um obviously as per usual any questions anything then just drop us a line at the pinnacle mindset show um either to myself hez or to robbie um on on the show as well um but for now it's been a pleasure having you as a guest sean we meet, wish you all the best for thursday got my fingers crossed for you and um we'll speak to it's you like a job again. interview <laughs> <laughs> speak to you very again uh, we'll speak to you again very soon Cheers, thank you. All right, take care. Bye. Bye.